What's going on, Rodway Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Football on the Barbie. I'm joined with Caden Bodak, and our special guest today is Clifford Taylor. Clifford, how's it going today? I'm good, man. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. It's a great pleasure having you on. So those of you guys that don't know Clifford, he's a TikTok sensation on the TikTok grind all the time. Um, posts awesome football videos for you guys to check out on TikTok. And he's a Florida Gator. So um, Clifford, I just want to talk about your football experience at the college level. What was it like uh, playing football at Florida? Uh, it was a big culture shock, uh, that's for sure. Um, you know, going in Florida, I had no experience playing football. You know, I, growing up, I was strictly basketball. Like, there wasn't no football, there wasn't no soccer, there wasn't no lacrosse, there wasn't none of that. It was, like, straight, straight basketball. And so, when I, like, I got to Florida for, uh, for academics, you know, I grew up a Gator fan. Like, my dad went there, aunts, uncles, cousins. It just kind of, it just kind of ran in the blood, and so, when I got when I got to Florida, I was you know trying to do anything and everything to walk into the basketball team. Uh, it worked for a little bit, and then it just kind of fell through because the guy that I was speaking to, he um, or Coach May, he ended up leaving and and going to FAU to be the head coach. So that just kind of like just fell through. So first like first or freshman year, sophomore year, I was just playing intramural you know basketball, I played flag football with some of my friends, and then um, and then uh, one night uh, we were just playing flag, and uh, I was just. I don't want to brag. I was just kind of torching everybody, and and, and uh, there were a couple. There were a couple guys who are now some of my close friends now that um, that were there. They had like all the all the Gator gear and all like just the merch that they always rep on campus. And so one of them asked me, um, Robert Clay, who was a DB. He said he asked me if I ever thought about about actually playing for the Gators, and I was like, I was like, Nah, man. I was like, I, I I'm just out here just having fun, you know. Was, you know, I've never played actual football, so I thought he was like joking, but he was serious. He was telling me about his experience walking on and how like it's like changed his life and all that. So that that week led up to uh, the the um, LSU game of Coach Mullen's first year, and that was when that was when Joe Burrow threw the threw the pick six to beast to the to win the game. So um, and I just I just kind of was just like looking around and I was. like, Damn, like I, like I want, I want that. Like I want that energy. Like I want that vibe. And and so, you know, I thought about it. and I was like, what the heck? You know, you only live once. You ain't got nothing to lose. And so I was like, okay, for the next like three or four months, I'm just gonna dedicate myself to working out every day. Uh, you know, talking to trainers within Gainesville and, and um, in Orlando where my family lives now, just trying to get as much work in as I can. And um, you know, I just started reaching out to some of the players because, like, thing about it is, a lot of people don't realize this. We're, we're not super, we're not superheroes you know um if you if you want to ask them a question or talk to them it's it's you know the worst they can say is no nine times out of ten they won't and so talking to some players about like who i should reach out to about walking on and they, they would just tell me staff members and so i was shooting them emails almost like every single week and then i finally got messages from a few people saying hey we're gonna have a so-and-so meeting in january or february make sure you're there and all that good stuff and so you know you had to do the traditional like you know drug tests you know EKGs it's all all the tests you need to be able to be able to play so from I want to say October 2018 to yeah to January I was just like just trying to get in shape I, I went from about 200 to 225 something like that and um, so tryout time came and you know it was only, it was only four of us I thought it was gonna be like 40 but it was only four of us and and so I, tr I tried out, um, you know, it went well. They, uh, they told me that, you know, they, they would love to have me on the team. But the only thing was my, my class schedule kind of interfered with everything. So I had to wait till the summer to actually start working out with them because, like, they, they were in the middle of um, of spring ball. 
And so I just waited till summer, May went by, a couple of days in June went by. So I kind of thought they forgot about me a little bit. And then one day they just called me and said, hey, you ready to start? And I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So so I go in and uh, Coach Savage was one of the first dudes I met. And, and it was just like, yo, like this is, this is for real. Like I'm seeing like everybody, like, you know, the Pitts, the, the Franks, the, the Grimes, the Swains, the Jeffersons, like all that. And so, yeah, from, from June up to, up to December or January, 2021, I was, I was on the team and it was just like, it was just a crazy experience. It was like such a big, just culture shot. It's like a whole new, like just plethora of energy and, and, and family. It's like, once you're on this team, it's like, you're just like a band of brothers. And that's what a lot of people, uh, a lot of people I don't think realize it's like once you're in, it's like it's like you're in. So I learned I learned so much about the game. I just learned so much about, you know, my teammates. And also like just other athletes on campus that I had no idea, you know, played sports. And it just it just really like I said, it's just such a such a big culture shock, but the best kind of culture shock. Cause it's like when you're running out that tunnel, it's like it's 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 like nothing else. Like that Auburn game, that was like the first time like it like really sunk in. It was like, damn, like this is like this is this is for real. Like that was the first time I saw like about and like during my time there at that particular point. And it was just like it's like damn, like I really started as like a little gangly, you know, 200 pounder to a 240 pounder in like a span of maybe eight months. And then I got to the point like my senior year, I got to like 250. And um I will say this though, my my first year. As far as like learning the game, that was such an that was such accelerated learning because I didn't know anything about like the formations, the play, but the concepts like that was stuff I had to figure out like as I went on. And then once I got to my senior year, it was everything was easy, so it was definitely a lot more fun. But it went a whole lot faster, believe it or not. So yeah, like that was that was the best experience of my life so far, no question. You talk about how when you're on the team, you kind of the, the camaraderie and you're into that brotherhood right away. As a walk on did you have to kind of earn your, or like earn your keep a little bit, like earn the respect or was that um, easy? Uh, yes. Yes. And no. Um, the reason I say that is because um, some of the guys I already, I already knew cause I had, I had classes with them and I would see them out and stuff like that. So for some of them, no, but others, yes. Um, definitely those like in the tight end room. Um, like I, fortunately I was already cool with, uh, with uh, Pitts, uh, but everybody else, I, I didn't really, I wasn't it was like Gamble, uh, Zip, um, Lucas Crow, Dante Lang when, when he was a tight end, and you know a few other uh, walk-ons uh, like like Trey Thompson, Andre Saldivar, Dennis Gross. So I, I definitely kind of had to you know work my way to earn their respect. Um, it wasn't just one of those things where it's like, hey, I'm here, and I was like, you know, you got like you gotta like you gotta embrace me, you gotta do that. So um, yeah, it was some it was something that I had to that I had to earn. Um, at least on the offensive side, people on the defense. I, I was cool with them. Like uh, Josiah Pierce, who's now at a uh, at a uh, Texas Tech. He was he was my best. He was my best friend on the team. And like we would just we would just chop it up like every single day. And and uh, we would just talk about like you know how practice went for us because you know he was a whole different position. Like we're like total opposites as far as positions. So so we would just chop it up all the time. And so whenever he had a bad day, you know we talk. And anytime I had a bad day, we talk. So definitely definitely had to earn it, but. Um, I tell you, that, that's a that's a good feeling. Like once you once you earn their respect, and you can kind of be like, okay, like I'm one of, like I'm one of the guys now. So, how did your training, you know, heck go? Because obviously you mentioned that you never played football and you were a basketball guy at first. So I assume the training, even at you know from the collegiate level, and then two different sports are totally different than when you were used to. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 night it's night and day because you know um at least 
at my high school, like we would lift, I'd say maybe three times a week at, at, at best. And we would max, I don't know, like, like 200, 215. <laughs> like we, we really wouldn't, we really do, wouldn't do much as far as like bench, um, not even, not even squat, to be honest with you. And then I remember, uh, I actually remember the first day, um, I didn't, re- I didn't realize my own strength. I think it was just like all the adrenaline coming in, but, but yeah, like my first, like my first day working out with a team. So they don't just throw you in the fire. Like, like most people would assume they had this like little test where it's like, okay, let's see where you are, where you are. Let's put you with certain coach, strength coaches, and we'll like, you know, work your way up because you have different goals and all that stuff. So I was like lifting, lifting, I was doing it. And then once they once they put those two plates on both sides, I was like, oh, uh, can we uh can we can we stop right here? And uh so I tried it. Um I was barely able to get it up, but I was like, nah, I want to get to a point where I can get it up with like ease, no problem. So um Definitely got definitely got a lot of help from guys like Coach Agenberger, uh, Coach Tanner, Coach Reggie, Coach Savage, of course. They they uh, they all got me to this, you know, 250 pounder. That, that's just before you now. But um, yeah, that training program is is something else. From the team agilities, the conditioning, just the it's it's just such a it's such a different energy. But it's like you love it because you you realize that you're gonna see results. Like I remember when I first got there and we all had to take like our summer pictures and I was literally like just standing like a, like a twig. And then after my, and then after the off season, after we won the orange bowl and we took that picture and it was just like, it was like night and day. And I was like, damn, like they really, they really transformed me the way that I wanted them, wanted them to. So yeah, it's by far the best training program I've ever, I've ever been in. Cause like when I was working out on my own, I was just kind of like looking up, stuff on Google, like, okay, like how to get, you know, stronger, how to get, you know, more, a better release and everything like that. So I was just kind of like, I don't want to say winging it, but, you know, winging, I didn't have any organization until like I got on the team. What was the, like the nutritional process? Like, because obviously you can go in the gym and lift whatever you want, but if you're not doing the right, right stuff in the kitchen, it doesn't matter. What was that like, uh, you know, being a collegiate athlete? Um, yeah, so they so they give us they give us different options like uh, lean if you want to you know stay lean, maintain if you want to maintain your weight, and then gain, which was like, which was what I had to eat like the first couple uh, first couple months. I ain't complaining about it because it was it was really good. It was like the better options. So, <laughs> so they would they would they would give you different options, and they would give you like different nutritional and protein shakes. It was like it was very like very organized. Like that's one thing that kind of blew my mind. I thought it was one of those things where it's like here you go. Here you go, like here, have this, have that, but now nah, they have like a whole, just like a whole system, and it makes it just make, makes everything just so easy. And then there's like there's Gatorade just like all over the place. I mean, from like just the regular drinks, the pro, like I said, the protein, nutrition's, like they just keep, they never run out of stuff. Like not one time have I gone there and it's like, yeah, can I get uh one of these, one of these? They just they they have them just about every single time. So uh, yeah, they they um they come through. So you eat like a king. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh, my my favorite my favorite was um was Vic, was victory meal. So we would have that the Monday uh, following a win, and it'd be it's oh man, it would just be everything. <laughs> it would be from like you got you got your little salad bar because you know me I I love Caesar salad, so they would have like a little Caesar salad area. So I would snag some of that like fruits, like the grapes, pineapples, bananas, and once you're done with that, then you go straight to the shrimp, steak, salmon. Mac and cheese, Hawaiian bread. Oh, oh, oh man, oh man! Like it, it used to break my heart every time we lost. Cause I'm like, man, we are not getting that victory. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite uh, victory meal? 
Definitely. Um, when we when we clinched, when we clinched the uh, the East, when we clinched the East, because instead of having, because sometimes they just filter it after every win, but this time they had everything. Like they had, they had the shrimp here. I think they had the steak here. They had the ribs here. They had the fried chicken. Here. Like they had everything in one. For I think, I think that was the first time they did that. And of course, they had like the mac and cheese, mashed potatoes. They had like all that stuff. And I'm and I'm pretty sure like we had a dessert bar too. And this was the first time that I actually went over there because like I'm I'm so just like basic when it comes to dessert. Just get vanilla ice cream, you know, plain cake, uh, glazed on. I don't need like any of those extra toppings, like none of that. I'm I'm so basic when it comes to that. And all uh, oh, that. I don't know who made that lemonade, but that lemonade you slap every single time. <laughs> but, but yeah, that was that was that was in a nutshell. I was I still remember that meal to this day. That was so good. If you guys ever had, if you guys ever played like you know had a cupcake game like earlier in the in the year, say against like an Alabama A and M or whatever, um, would you guys when if you guys are up at like by like fifty in the and the half were you were you like all right this is what i'm gonna eat when i get back or like we like all right it's gonna be like shit food because we're supposed to win this game anyways no it's, it's the same it's the same anytime you win it's the same because you know um the game plans you gotta execute the game plans same as for a big game so it's like okay we were able to do our our team goals and you know you got to reward them with this delicious exquisite meal so <laughs> but yeah that's that's one thing that's one thing i missed about about uh being on the team for sure because those meals used to hit different man so that first year that you, that you walked on you guys made it to the orange bowl and you won the orange bowl which is something that making it to that game alone is something that not a lot of athletes can say but when it is even a you know more exclusive club so what was that like winning the Orange Bowl? Um, you know, being on the national spotlight like that. It was it was wild because um, like we ran like we ran out and it was because we played Virginia, so it was like it was orange and blue already. But like we ran out and like the whole just the whole stadium was just big screaming for us. I'm like, oh, this is literally a home game for us. And honestly, just like running running through that fire and just like running through the technos and just. Hear, like hearing the noise and just seeing like all those people just cheering and cheering for us. Like there's a there's a picture. I, I still I still really want to know who took this picture, but it was a picture of me running out and I had like my my hands up like this, just kind of getting the crowd going. It, it's like it's one of them things that not even trying to brag, I, I think belongs in the in the Louvre because it, it was it was such an amazing picture and I still need to figure out who took it. But just being around the guys and seeing how much we just had a different level of energy because it was like it's an NY6 bowl, you know, we can walk out as champions, you know, we can, you know, celebrate, you know, um, you know, a two loss, uh, a two loss season. I mean, 11 win season, that's the first time it happened since like what, 2012 or something like that. So it was, that. De- it was definitely um, a hell of an experience. Like just being in Miami, being at the beach, you know, going to um, Bubble Day Chow was the first time I went there, which was, which was really dope. And just, you know, being around guys and just seeing how like happy we were, like, you know, like, Usually, like when you're practicing, and, like the repetition, it just kind of gets to your head. But like we were all just excited just to to be there. Like I remember, there was one practice we had where, uh, the like the defense they walked they walked out and they all had on like opposite players' jerseys. Like for example, uh, I think it was I think JG John Grenard he had uh like Kair's Kair's jersey and Kair would wear his jersey, <laughs> and, they, and they all walked out like it was that scene from Remember the Titans where they kind of like. I do that. So that was that was it was just so funny that Coach Mullen and everybody was on board because it was like 
yeah, we can like goof around, but like at the end of the day, like we're we're laser focused and, and we pretty much knew we were gonna win that game. Um, we just kind of came in with that mindset. So just uh, walking out, Norris Bowl champ, getting that big old big old T-shirt and hats, and just celebrating, you know, in the locker room after it was just it was just so just it was just so refreshing. You mentioned the meals. You mentioned the Orange Bowl victory and, and the practices. Do you have a moment? in your Florida Gators career that like, you'll never forget, like the, your favorite moment. Ooh, um, ooh. I would say, <laughs> I would say um, the locker room after not the Auburn game, the locker room after the Missouri game, uh, that was the get, that was the game where, um, where we got in the, got in a fight with them, um, going into halftime and, and um, so that week, so a lot of people don't realize this. So the SEC has like a rule where only like certain players can can uh, dress out for uh, in-conference games. And so that that week, that week was the first time I got to dress for an in-conference game at, at home. That was like the first time I got to do that my senior year. And that's when Coach Brew, like me and, me and Coach Brew, Coach Scott as well, but me and Coach Brew, we were like this. Because he knew, he knew I was, he knew I was smart and he knew that like, you know, when, whenever they needed to have that depth, and they're like, "Okay, get in there." I knew what I knew what I was gonna knew what I was gonna do. But anyway, I was having a really good week of practice, and then he told me he's like, "You trying to you trying to rock and roll for Saturday?" And I'm like, "Are you serious?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Yeah." So, so I was I was just excited to you know have a chance to to uh, get in the game. But like I said, that uh, that locker room, like going in halftime after the fight, was crazy. The locker room after the game was crazy because, like, even Coach Mullen, like, he came in. Because, like, usually we'll have our post-game speech, but he came in in, like, a whole Darth Vader, a whole Darth Vader costume because that night was Halloween. <laughs> and so we all, I mean, literally everybody, even, like, some of the coaches, we were all just in there jumping around, dancing, just having a good, just having, like, a good time. It just felt like, it felt like one of those family reunions where, like, everybody knows the dance and they just start, like, hitting it. But, yeah, everybody was in there just having, like, such a, you know, such a good time. We were all vibing, but yeah, that was one of my, that was one of my uh, favorite, um, favorite moments of Florida, but like they're, they're countless, man. I, I, I have so many. You mentioned the brotherhood, uh, you know, being on that team, you know, immediately, you know, being in that uh, camaraderie, but what was it like competing, you know, day in and day out with uh, the top NFL prospects like Kyle Pitts, for example, what was it like competing with them? Well, um, uh, to be honest, um, I never really, I never really tried to, you know, be like, oh my God, Kyle Pitts, like I'm your, I'm your biggest fan. Like, what are you doing today? What are you doing today at practice? Like, oh, I kind of just let them, let them have their get, get in their zone. Like, we we would talk, like we would chop it up, like before and after practice and stuff like that. But I would just, just kind of watch them and just be like, they're about to make a lot of money. They are about <laughs> to make a lot of money, and I would just watch them like just every week, just get better and better and better. Even guys like. Like Gamble and Zip, who came who came on uh, later in the season, like I was man, I I almost I almost lost my mind when uh, when I saw Gamble score that touchdown after after Pitts got hit against Georgia, like I I I went crazy, <laughs> but just just um I think just the chemistry that the Kyles had together because like they would always once we left they would do their own thing like they would throw like routes like after practice and they just they just had a chemistry about them and even guys like uh the like the dbs i there's never been a time where 
where I walk where I walked out of practice and they and they weren't there still like still putting in work like they were I would go to my car about to head home and they would just be coming like out of the facilities because they were doing like like extra work so I will say um watching watching their work ethic was was pretty was was pretty um amazing to see and just seeing how you know seeing where they are now seeing how much they've they've earned this opportunity like I didn't I did not realize that Pitts was the highest drafted tight end in NFL history until one of them said it I was because like, I like I'm I'm not even worried about him. He's gonna be Pro Bowler, Hall of Famer. Anything he says his mind out to be, I think he's he's gonna do it. Because Pitts, he doesn't, he's not with all the antics. Like he's one of those guys like off the field, like he's quiet, he's chill. You know, he'll listen to a little jazz or R&B or whatever. But then once he's on the field, it's just like it's just like a switch flips. But um, but yeah, watching those like watching those guys like especially especially after um when Pitts officially came back after he got hurt and just seeing him go back to his you know his normal self it was just like well damn did you get hurt or were you just like like it, it was almost like nothing ever nothing ever happened because I think that next week he ended up scoring like three touchdowns against Kentucky so it was like like well I, superhero yeah yeah I mean Clark can't turn into Superman it's like all right well I'll, 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 I'll be seeing you on Sunday so so you you mentioned these guys that you know, you're going to see on Sundays. Well, you made the transition to from Florida Gator to now you're in LA Ram in the, in the uh, social media department of things. Can you uh, talk, talk us through, how did you land that gig? And um, was that on your radar when you were at Florida? Uh, to be honest, when I was at Florida, it, uh, it wasn't like after my, after my senior year was over, it was just kind of like, okay, now I'm going to make the transition to being, like full-time influencer, but also like gonna be out here looking for jobs because my like my my uh, major uh, was graphic design. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna look for designs like in the sports field. Um, just that that's the dream job, working for a sports team. And so I was able to uh, get an internship with uh, Wilson. They had this program called a uh, Wedding Edge Gigs for Game Changers. And so they knew I was kind of an, influ- an influencer already. So um, they put me in this department called uh, Talent and Influencer Strategy. And so my job was basically for the six week program, you know, orchestrate a game plan, do research on athletes who are, you know, influencers on social media and figure out a way to orchestrate a way to get them on board Wilson and having them do content for, for Wilson. And so we, we, would, we would narrow down a list from about, I think we had a, hun- a 120, a man list and we had to narrow it down to only three people and during that time we had to come up with plans of how we were going to get them on board and then we had to do a whole presentation to the entire like Wilson team I'm talking about like the president CEO and all that and we had to like present to them here's our three and how here's how we're going to make something happen because NIL was supposed to happen in January but then they moved it to spring and then they moved it to summer so I kind of it kind of interfered with like our initial game plan because we were going to do interviews with these people we were going to do like zoom calls with these people and like try to get things going but nil kind of you know messed that up so after that was over i was just uh luckily i was just on twitter one day and um my, my boss now uh she she posted um an opportunity for a social media co- a social media coordinator role so it was just social social media and i was like i was like that's 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 pretty cool I was like let me let me and I, and I just commented, is that right? With the eye emoji, just kind of like as a joke, but also kind of serious. And, 
And then Wilson, they messaged me, they're like, do you want us to put you on? Do you want us to hype you up? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say no to that. <laughs> and so they 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 put a tweet on my on my behalf and saying like, hey Rams, you know, Clipper would be awesome, you know, he wouldn't disappoint. And I was just like, oh snap, like this is sick. And so next day she's like, okay, make sure you send them, you know, your LinkedIn, uh, your re- like your resume, cover letter, all that stuff. This is another thing. Um, I encourage every college athlete get a LinkedIn. The connections you can have on there are just next level. Even if you plan on doing playing football or not, just like make sure you get a LinkedIn. Like it, it is, it has been such a game changer since I made it this year. But anyway, going back to that, so I sent them all my stuff, and then I, before I even got in the interview process, I was just talking to people within the Rams department. Like I, I was talking to um, uh, a former O lineman who's now the director of uh, player development up there, uh, uh, Jacquees McClendon. And we, were, and we were just chopping it up, just talking about his experience with the Rams and like what I'm looking for in a, in a job. And I was saying, honestly, I'm just looking for a job where I can implement social media and graphic design as, as one. Like that was my dream job. Cause I was like, you know, I can be an influencer. That's cool. But it, it ain't going, it ain't going to pay. It ain't going to pay this mortgage. It ain't going to pay this rent. It ain't going to pay all that unless you're like someone like, you know, Addison Ray or Charlie D'Amelio or one of them who's just making billions just for, you know, dancing. But, um, yeah, anyway, so I, I finally got within the interview process. They were like, hey, ready for your first interview? And I'm like, cool. And they told me, they told me in that round of interviews, they said they narrowed the list down from about 400 applicants to 14 or something like that. And I was like, really? So like, did I just skip everybody or well, how did that go? And so first couple of interviews went good. Um, you know, and then they said, hey, um, you know, we found a co- we found a coordinator, but we're gonna look for people to do to do social media and and design. And I was like, this is literally like the job I had in my head. And then they like they sent me like the info like what I would be doing, and it was like, y'all got to be playing a trick on me because this is literally like everything that I had like envisioned in like a job in the future. And so, um, I went instead of going to the coordinator process, I went through this process and then they just kind of threw me in the fire because I think there was like three candidates left in, in this position. And so they threw me in, uh, had my interviews uh, with my uh, my now manager. And she said, OK, I'm just going to move you to, to the to the final two. And I'm like, uh, uh, OK, <laughs> so I had an interview two days later. And then about an hour or so after that was done, got a call from her and was like, congratulations, we're, we're going to offer you the role. And I was like. Oh snap! So like, am I, am I really going to? Cause like I, growing up, I never had the plan of going to LA. Like in my mind, like it's, oh one day I'm gonna be, you know, in Los Angeles. So let alone did I think the Rams would be back in LA, you know, years ago. But you know, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, I, I landed that, and I was like, I mean, this is like I'd be a fool to not to not take this opportunity because it's like one. One thing that I loved about it is that they were gonna allow me to continue to do what I was doing on a personal side, as far as like my brand, like TikTok, Instagram, whatever the case may be. So that was another like green light. It was like, okay, like, like I can, I can live, I can live with this. So, you know, I spoke to my, my friends, family, and um, and yeah, I I, I decided to, to come out here, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be uh, gonna be an LA Ram guy now. So. So uh, here, here I am about a month or so later after they offered me it. So California living, as they must be saying. So, What's the most challenging part of your job, your new job? So far, I would just say um, 
just um anal the actually the analytics. There's like there, I mean, I'm a, I'm a math wizard in my opinion, but like there are there are so many just like numbers <laughs> that you gotta look <laughs> at. Just like okay, this is what, what this is what did good. Why didn't it do good? And you gotta be like okay, fifty percent of people like this portion of the video, fifty percent like this portion of the video, and you just gotta like like break it down to the core. But I mean, I, I mean, I'm learning. Uh, I'm, I'm adapting to it uh, pretty well. So it's it's been such a it's been such a joy ride. Uh, their their most recent TikTok was was my idea, and just watching it get to 100,000 views, I was like, they have y'all don't even know, do y'all? So, <laughs> so, it's, so it's been a, it's been a great experience. Everybody uh, within my team is so nice. I'm the only guy on the, on the social team, which is pretty dope. It's kind of bringing my my energy to the fold. And um, then one of the things they asked me was like, are you comfortable like talking to these players and having them get involved with social media? I'm like, to be honest. They're probably gonna think I am a player of some sort. I mean, I stand at like <laughs> I'm standing at like six six two fifty, so it's like they'll probably think I am a player. So, so yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll have no problem with that. So, you know, training camp's gonna get started here in a couple of weeks, so I'm just kind of ready for that. And then I got I come back to Gainesville um beginning of August because uh, I finally get to walk that graduation stage. So, a lot there going you go, on. man. There awesome. you go. Congratulations, man. Congrats. So, so, are you gonna be on the field um with the team and interviewing players? Is that like your role? I guess. So that I'll be on, I'll be on the field, but I won't be the one like interviewing that. That'll be my, uh, my coworker, Christy. She's going to be like the coordinator. She's going to be the one like doing all the articles, asking players questions for the articles yeah. and stuff like that. So I'll just be, I'll just be the one managing like the the, the content, like on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, gotcha. also managing the designs that, that go on those platforms. So that's what I'll be doing. So if I DM the Rams page, I'm getting your response. <laughs> you, pro you probably will. You probably will. <laughs> so every time I see Rams comment something, I'm going to know it's uh, Clifford Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> well, so are you um, a Rams fan now, would you say? Because you're from Florida. So are you? Did you well, I mean, you, I'm, 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 from, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte. So oh, no, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, of course, I grew up a Hornets fan. I grew up a Panthers fan. But uh, – yeah, I'm a Rams. I'm a, I'm a Rams guy now. I'm a Rams nation now. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, go Rams, Rams house. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Clifford, congratulations on your new gig, and I didn't know you're walking the graduation stage, so congratulations on that too. Appreciate that. And uh, we really appreciate you hopping on the podcast too. It's always great uh, chopping up with you guys, and you know, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Guys. All right, guys, this has been another episode of Football on the Barbie. We'll catch you guys next week.